Hi, I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. Yes, this is episode nine, and it's a very special episode. You might hear them walking around because we have a couple of special guests with us today. And can you tell us a little bit about who they are, Ezra? They're my dog, Sasha, and my cat, Dash. That's right. So you might hear some animals walking around, making a mess of things, jumping around cords and... Yep. Um, oh, there she goes. And why why do we have your pets as our special guest for today? Because we're talking about The Secret Life of Pets 2, which is out this Friday. The sequel to the 2016 animated film from Illumination called The Secret Life of Pets. That is correct. And it's a great excuse to bring pets into the podcast. Unfortunately, you can't see them, but hey, maybe we can post a picture of them after. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, but before we get started on talking about the new movie... Let's talk about the news. A few weeks ago, I did hear that Disney is developing a remake of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids that might star Josh Gad. I also heard some sad news that grumpy cat whose name was Tartar Sauce passed away at seven. Oh, that is sad. Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader reboot premieres on Nickelodeon June 10th and Lego City premieres on Nickelodeon June 22nd. Uh Uh-huh. Who's hosting the new Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Um, it's John Cena. John Cena. And his name is John Cena! The professional wrestler turned... And he's become an internet game host. Yeah, he is kind of an internet. And he started in Ferdinand. Oh, that's right. He was the bull, right? Yep. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, Jason Isaacs, Ian Armitage, and McKenna Grace have joined the cast of Scoob, the animated Scooby-Doo movie coming next year. This movie is landing quite an impressive cast so far, it sounds like. Who else is already uh, signed? Will Forte. Uh Uh-huh. And some others. Rocco's Modern Life stated Kling and Invader Zim were going to originally premiere on Nickelodeon, but those TV movies are going to come to Netflix. Uh Uh-huh. Also, the Siamese Cat song has dropped from the Lady and the Tramp remake due to racial issues. Hold on, let me let... Sasha's looking like she wants out, so... All right, say goodbye, Sasha, or don't. Kevin Hart, who was the voice of Snowball in this movie we're going to talk about, wants to pitch a Minion Cinematic Universe from Illumination. (laughs) A Minion Cinematic Universe? What does that mean? Like, Cinematic Universe of, like, Despicable Me, Secret Life of Pets, Sing, The Grinch, etc. So all that would be in the same universe, is what they're saying? Yeah. Really? So you'll have a movie where there are singing animals, and that's part of the same universe as all these other movies, too? Probably, yeah. Interesting. Okay. SpongeBob's Big Birthday Blowout premieres on Friday, July 12th on Nickelodeon, a live-action special. Why is that a big deal? Because it's in honor of the show's 20th anniversary. Uh Uh-huh. The trailer for DreamWorks and Pearl Studios' Abominable has premiered recently. Mm-hmm. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie, because of the negative backlash and to change Sonic in the film, has been delayed from November to February of 2020. That makes a lot more sense. I knew that when they were going to completely redesign Sonic's character in that movie, that there was no way they were going to be able to finish that before their Got it. original yeah. release. And also, a new mall in New Jersey called American Dream is opening this fall, and it'll have an Angry Birds golf course. Also, a new game called Toy Story Drop is now available on iOS and Android. Also, Amazon announced a new Amazon Echo Show 5, a mini version of the Echo Show. Mm -hmm. 
DreamWorks Animation has announced a new short film called Marooned, Mm -hmm. because they're doing original shorts now, like Disney and Pixar are. Nice. I saw the new trailer this week during the NBA Finals for Pixar's new movie Onward. Oh, nice. How did it look? Interesting and clever. Can you tell us a little bit about what Onward is? About elves and fantasy creatures who live in a suburban fantasy world. Where there are no humans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicki Minaj is going to voice Pinky in the Angry Birds movie, too, out in August. And very exciting stuff this weekend. Rocket Man and Godzilla came out, and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge has officially opened at Disneyland. Yeah, so have you had a chance to go yet? Not yet, I haven't, but I will soon. Can you tell us a little bit for listeners who may not know what Galaxy's Edge is? It's a themed area based on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's been in the making at Disneyland for... Years now, I think. Yeah, yeah, now they finally have it. Also, Mark Webb, who's director of The Amazing Spider-Man, they will direct Disney's live-action remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Apple has announced new products. What products have they announced? iOS 13, iPadOS, WatchOS, macOS Catalina, a new Mac Pro, a new Pro Display XDR, tvOS, at the Worldwide Developer Conference. And they heard it here that Apple's going to replace iTunes and split their features for movies and TV shows, music and podcast in separate apps. Uh-huh. iTunes is going away? Yeah, but it's they're still going to have the stuff, but through separate apps. Well, that's a big deal. That is an end of an era right there. Yep, yep, yep. And this is the most things I've spread news about in, our po- in any podcast we've done. I suppose that's true, yeah. A new record. Well, that's it for the news for this episode. Now let's go to our feature presentation. Every pet knows it's a dangerous world. You'd be crazy not to worry. Max, you're never going to believe it. We're going on a trip. Really? I love the car. It's the best. Maybe a break from the city is just what you need. This place is... What? What did I do? What did I do? I couldn't see him because of the tone. Then get rid of the cone. My therapist says I need it. It's a medical device. He's doctor. There. You're cured. Hallelujah. Secret Life of Pets 2 is coming out June 7th, so this week, and it is directed by Chris Renaud. Renaud? Yep. Written by Brian Lynch, who co-wrote the first one, starring a lot of these same voices from the first film. There are a few exceptions. Probably the biggest is the lead character of Max is voiced by someone new. Like in the first film, he was voiced by Louis C.K., but he was fired due to sexual misconducting and issues he's been having. Yeah, so he got replaced by Patton Oswalt. Famous stand-up comedian. Right. He also voiced Remy in Ratatouille. Pan Oswalt is coming on, but for the most part, it's a lot of the same actors and actresses. Eric Stone Street's coming back as Duke. Yep. He was a Newfoundland mix, and I think Max was, I think, a Jack Russell Terrier. Mm-hmm. You know animals really, really well, Ezra. Could you tell us just a, some of the animals that are in this franchise? Like Jenny Slate, a white Pomeranian. Yeah, she... But she voices Gidget. Yeah, Gidget. And Snowball's a white... Rabbit, who used to be a leader of flushed pets, but now he's owned by a little girl in this movie. And he becomes a superhero, Captain Snowball. Yeah, Snowball was a great character in the first movie. Where he was kind of mean at first, but then he later teamed up with Max to save his friends, save their friends. He he was 
the rebel leader for this group of abandoned animals who had been abandoned for one reason or another. Snowball used to be a magician's rabbit. And the bit at the end, Max got adopted by a new owner who was a little girl, and he's and he's happy being a pet with his new life in the sequel. Yeah. Also, Buddy and Mel, the dachshund and the pug, are returning, and again voiced by Hannibal Buress and Bobby Moynihan. And the legendary Harrison Ford will voice Rooster. And Tiffany Haddish will voice a new character. She'll voice Daisy, a Shih Tzu. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about what happened in the first film. I really enjoy that film. It's it's just a fun little romp. Yeah. And they all live in apartments uh-huh. and they live together and they do things like when their owners aren't are out, like similar to a way to Toy Story. Yeah. We made that connection earlier. We were talking about this movie is that the premise is kind of similar to the one in Toy Story where like Max actually has lived a happy life with his owner Katie and similar to Woody and there's his favorite until a new dog named Duke similar to Buzz Lightyear comes. Right. And they don't like each other at first, and then they get lost in the real world, but then they become friends. And Yes, it's like the same concept of friendship through adversity. Yeah. Also, they meet some flushed pets. They're kind of like the mutant toys from Toy Story, and Snowball a bit was like Sid, I remember. (laughs) I guess, yeah, that's that's an interesting connection. Yep. Then they go out on an adventure, and Max's other friends and neighbors from his apartment building go look for him and to rescue him and Duke. Because Max and Duke, they first get Captured by animal control. Yep. And they're almost taken to the pound and then their flushed pets rescue them and they pretend that they abandoned their owners. Right. And then the flushed pets turn against them and so they have to run away. And they encounter a very scary red viper. They accidentally kill the viper, right? Yep. That's when the flushed pets turn on Max and Duke and they have to run away. Then on the way, they go out somewhere and then they're in the, I think it was under the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. And then they go to a sausage factory (laughs) where they are in sausage heaven and singing sausages parody, We Stick Together from Greece. Yeah. I thought that scene, (laughs) I don't know why, but I thought that scene was kind of creepy to see all the anthropomorphic sausages singing about getting eaten and allowing themselves to be eaten by the these dogs? I don't know. It struck me as a little... I know, and then after the sausage factory, Duke Max's friends are still looking for him, where Chloe and Gidget and Mel and Buddy and Sweet Pea have teamed up with a hawk named Tiberius, who mm-hmm. doesn't want to eat anybody because it's just his nature. <laughs> I think the hawk might be my favorite character in this movie. I liked him too. Yeah, you know, he was voiced by Albert Brooks, who also voiced Marlon in Finding Nemo and Dory, right. which just came out the same time as Finding Dory. He tries to trick Gidget into releasing him, and then almost eats Gidget. But then he controls himself by being friendly and not eating anyone. Right. He's a great droll character. I like him a lot. And also they meet an old basset hound named Pops <laughs> who goes on, who has wheels for legs. Yeah. And then in the party that like Chloe gets covered with cheese puffs and goes to a washing machine. Uh-huh. And then it gets, becomes a viral video on YouTube <laughs> on the Jumbotron in Times Square. And, but Chloe's not amused. Yeah. One thing I will say that I really liked about this movie is how well they captured animals' behavior and sort of these different pets. And the cats are kind of jerks. Like know? there was Ozone, the naked Sphinx cat, who uh-huh. who was the one responsible for Duke and Max getting lost. Right. And then Ozone gets beat up later, seen getting beat up by Gidget because she wants to know where Max is. 
He was voiced by recurring voice actor for Illumination movies, famous stand-up comedian Steve Coogan. He was also in Despicable Me 2 and 3, as well as in Minions. Interesting. I also know that in the scene after the Sausage Factory, Duke tells Max that he was once owned by a man named Fred in in the suburban neighborhood in Queens, some right. like the quieter part of New York. And he remembers when they had good times together as they grew older, but then he got lost and he couldn't find him. Yeah. And then Katie found Duke. At the pound. And then, yep. And then they go to that neighborhood in Queens where Fred lived, or maybe he's wondering if he still lives there, but then they discover a new family had already lived there and a cat who's that family's owner told Duke someone else has moved in and that Fred, who was his owner, sadly passed away and Duke was heartbroken. But then Duke gets caught by the pound again and then Max teams up with Snowball to save him. While watching the first movie, did any of the actions of the characters remind you of your own pets in any way? Probably, maybe. Maybe like when I'm not around, maybe Dash does something or maybe Sasha does. What what do you think they're up to when... Maybe they're looking out the window or maybe they're just doing something on the couch or whatever. The fun part is that in the movie we see all these different characters up to different things. So like there's the bird character who pretends to be flying in like a canyon with like military jets. You know that bird who didn't talk was a green and yellow parakeet named Sweet Pea. Mm -hmm. Well, right now Dash is sleeping on Ezra's bed. Very cute. I imagine that's mostly what Dash does. Dash is a pretty chill cat. Do you know what kind of cat Dash is? I'm not sure. He's just a domestic short hair, gray and white. Very cute cat. My dog Sasha is like a mutt. We think German Shepherd lab chow chow mix. And Lily, we think she's a calico. Yeah, so you have a second cat named Lily. But unlike Dash, she's not very sociable. Yeah, she's a little more shy. Dash is a lot more friendly. I agree, yeah. What were your some, some of your favorite parts from the first movie? The really funny, creepy, yet really funny sausage thing with We Stick Together. Yeah. I liked the part of the movie where Chloe is in a party and then she, her video gets uploaded to YouTube when they see in Times Square. Yeah. Also, Leonard turns on loud rock and roll after hearing some boring classical music. <laughs> I don't know if everyone would agree it's boring, but certainly, yeah. It's fun because you have all these different owners you only see briefly, but clearly they want to sort of impose their own kind of sense of what their pet's personalities are. Uh-huh. The the joke being, of course, is that they're nothing like that. Yeah. Leonard was mostly a minor character. For sure. But that was true across a lot of different characters. Well, major characters were like, besides Duke and Max and Snowball, also... Chloe and Gidget and Buddy and Mel. I really like Gidget. Gidget was fun. Yeah, she was voiced by comedian Jenny Slate, and she also voiced the villainous assistant mayor Bellwether in Zootopia, which came out the same year. She's a lot of fun in this movie. She totally has a crush on Max. Yep. And she's the one that really shepherds this whole group to try yeah. to find Max. Yeah, and how she's very supportive for him. Yeah. She has a she has a good heart. And one of my favorite scenes from the original film is after the flush pets capture Max again, and then she shows up and just starts kicking butt. And it's interesting also, the the sausage scene in The Secret Life of Pets, Mm -hmm. it came out coincidentally around the same time as an animated movie for adults called Sausage Party. Right. That's something else I thought about when I saw that scene, because it was eerie that it it looked so similar in that way. I mean, there's- But it was a family-friendly way of compared to that animated film around the same time, which was only- 
only for mature audiences. Right. It was strange to see that because I saw Sasha's party before I saw this movie. So I think that was part of why it was also creepy because it's like very different tones between those two movies. Because this one was a family friendly movie and Sausage Party was for adults. Exactly. What are you excited about with the sequel? Um, that Duke and Max and all their friends are going to go on an adventure and they're going to go to the countryside where they see it go to a farm and they Max gets chased by a turkey and they also see a cow who thinks she's a dog. Nice. Also, they go to a fairground. There's a carnival and it's also similar to how there's also going to be a fairground with a carnival in Toy Story 4, which comes out two weeks later. Yeah, it's, it seems that uh, Secret Life of Pets can't stay away from those Toy Story comparisons. I know, I know that the Toy Story, although it has been very well known to people everywhere, pets not as much because it's newer. That's true. Because Toy Story is way more of a classic. And I know that in the film that Snowball, his owner is a little girl who adopted him at the end of the first movie. And while she goes to school Snowball becomes Captain Snowball and he sings da 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 like the Superman theme. Yeah, right. That'll be fun to see how that plays out. Yeah. Also, Gidget pretends to be a cat in this movie. There's Rooster, the Harrison Ford's character, which is exciting because he's doing a voice in an animated movie for the first time. Yeah. And Rooster is a Welsh sheepdog. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be fun. I'm sure it will be. All right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up for Secret Life of Pets, the latest franchise from Illumination. It comes out again this Friday. Yep. It's going to be exciting to see what kind of antics the gang gets up to this time. That'll be it for episode nine of Animation and Beyond. Before we let you go, though, we have an answer to last episode's trivia question. Uh-huh. The question, again, is what was Mickey Mouse's name originally going to be? And the answer is... His original name was going to be Mortimer Mouse. But Walt Disney's wife dismissed the idea of that name and decided to change it to a better, cuter name, which became Mickey Mouse. Mortimer Mouse, however, was later the name of one of Mickey Mouse's arch enemy. <laughs> Who was an obnoxious and arrogant and cocky rat who who likes Minnie, but Minnie doesn't like him. Uh And he's also Mickey's rival, like second well-known enemy after Mickey Mouse, first being Pete. That is truly a fun bit of trivia. So that was the answer to last episode's question. Now we have a new question for you. What defunct Disneyland attraction did some of the audio animatronic figures on Splash Mountain originally come from? That is a fantastic question. So if you do know the answer, give us a shout on our Facebook page or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay, and just to give a little preview for next episode, what are we talking about? Toy Story 4. That's right, the newest... Toy Story from Pixar. And yeah, so join us for that for next week. Yeah. Animation and Beyond is written and produced by Ezra Fieldsmeyer and Casey Cantrell with music by Noam Fieldsmeyer. We'd like to give a big thanks to the family and friends who have supported this podcast. 
Got a comment, question, or recommendation for future episodes? Let us know by leaving us a comment on our Facebook page or send us an email at animationbeyond@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's right. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation Beyond. Bye! See ya! See ya!